0: Veni, Veni, Amari. We came, we saw, we loved. Welcome to the Partnership Vision Podcast.
1: Where we discuss how to have a relationship full of unity, trust, fun, and fulfillment.
0: We'll be sharing the rewards of preparing yourself for your best partner and being your best for them.
1: I like everything about about
0: Like so many experiences in life, it's like back to the connection with God thing. The experience that you have in life, for it to be everything that it's meant to be, has to include
1: God. And that's where you'll truly be satisfied.
0: True satisfaction doesn't come from getting whatever you want. It comes from connecting with God. It comes from choosing the best for your life and stepping into agreement with it. Because God's already given it for you. It's already prepared for you. It's already there. You know, there is a person that he has for you that is the best. If you don't already have them, he has them. They're in his heart and they're available there to you. But you have to get into his heart to receive that. You have to get to a place where you are yielded to him and he can make you ready so that it's not going to be ruined by your immaturity. It's not going to be ruined by the fact that you don't really know how to appreciate it when you get it. You know, sometimes things have to be fudged a little bit and we have to get things before we're really ready for them because of people's choices and the way that things are, then we have to go through a painful process of having it and still not being happy. Having it and still not really knowing how to handle it. And for the most part, God keeps us out of that as much as he can and really makes sure that we're in a place to be grateful and to be able to truly value and truly appreciate the thing that we've been given and use it wisely and connect to that person wisely have good relationship with them where it's it is mutually beneficial it does bring life to both and you know God is not one to give Ferraris to five-year-olds he doesn't do that you know you might think in your pride that you are mature enough and you're ready for this or that you're ready for this relationship because you want it so bad You want so bad to be married. You want so bad to have that person in your life that will love you and you'll love them and you'll share everything together and you want romance and you want these different things because the heart wants what it wants. You think you're ready for it. Well, the reality is, it doesn't matter how much you want it, that doesn't mean you're ready for it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that doesn't even mean it's, it doesn't even mean that it's actually something you're supposed to have.
1: Precisely. Like the heart wants what the heart wants. Well, the flesh wants what the flesh wants. So, That it it runs hand in hand right there, and none of it good. What Holy Spirit wants for you is what you should want because you're connected with Him. And that's when the true, truly good things, the, the things that matter, the things that have real value, that go past what the world holds as valuable, truly occurs and happens, and you get. But just and that's another thing, too, is just because you feel that you're ready doesn't mean that you truly are ready for something, because we don't know all the factors that go into each thing that God wants for us. And just how much spiritual growth and connection with him is needed just to have an item of some sort or a event or action available to us. We have to know how to handle the basics before we can have the extremes,
0: and our obsession with independence, it can really put us in a bad place because we're stretching for things that we're not ready for. We're demanding on the basis that I want it, therefore I'm going to have it. And totally regardless of consequences, totally regardless of the reality that our hearts are twisted up inside. Even if you've had the best parents in the world, there's still ways that they missed. What you really needed. There are still ways that you, if nothing else, just lack God in those areas and the structure of your being. You still have sin and disease in your nature. It's it's in your heart. You know the sickness of evil. If any of us will be honest with ourselves, we know that the potential for evil, the sickness of evil, is within us, is within our own heart, within our own nature. It's a cancer eating at us of selfishness, of fear and greed and lust and all these different things. It is there. No matter what degree we have propagated it, we've let it live, it's there. And it can skew our vision. It can direct us into all sorts of different paths. Our best of intentions cannot save us from it. We need a living connection with God. We need His heart to direct us with wisdom, to clarify the waters for us, to give us insight, into what we really are supposed to be yielding to and what we're supposed to be resisting. The things that we want can lead us into the counterfeit, into the very worst for our life because what we needed wasn't to be led by our heart's desires, it was to be led by God's heart's desires. And when we are one with Him, when we are uniting with Him, and letting Him change our heart and heal our heart and bring us into a new perspective in our minds. Then we begin to have our desires refined. And our desires start becoming like His desires. And we start wanting the things that He wants. You know, even our bodies reflect that. If you feed your body junk all the time, sugar, refined foods, you know, you drink sodas all the time. You drink, you eat candy bars, you you have dessert right before bed, you know, you choose... A happy meal or whatever over actually eating something healthy that you made at home your body becomes clogged up and junked up and used to that kind of food and it wants that sugar and it wants that stuff that's really actually poison really actually bad for you you know that a little bit a little measure here or there might not be such a bad thing but when that's what you're living off of your body craves it and it wants it even though it's killing it and we get the same way where we, want things that are, we can want things that are terrible for us. We can want things that are destroying us and are propagating our own dysfunction. Our heart can be very self-sabotaging. So what's important is that we understand our freedom was not intended, it was not bought for with the price of the blood of Jesus and God acting on our behalf wasn't bought so that we could go right back into slavery, so we could go right back into captivity. Yes, we serve and we yield to God, But it's not slavery, it's not bondage, it's not self-destruction. It's full self-actualization. It's full realization of our dreams and our destiny. It's full empowerment. Because even his training and his correction and the things that he commands and he gives us orders and he gives us direction to do, It's not to keep us in a place that we're constantly just like robots that just do, yes, sir, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'll do that. And you're just nothing but a soldier in God's army and you're nothing else. That's all you are. You're just a mindless drone obeying orders. That's not what he wants for your life. His training, his discipline, what he directs you to do is to bring you to a place of transformation in your heart, of change in who you are as you come into agreement with him, with your actions, whether or not you're feeling like it at the time that you start changing to where you do want what he wants, where you are able to fully enjoy the life that he's given you. And it's worth it in the end. You know, it says in the Bible that the discipline for the time being might not feel good, might not be pleasant. No no discipline feels good. It's it's painful. It's hard. But the yield that it gives us, what it brings into our life is worth more than worth the price that we paid. And it's something we have to choose what we value, what we love. Do we love connection and relationship? Or do we love irresponsibility in doing whatever the heck that we want? What fruit do we love? Do we love the fruit of being selfish and self-centered and in being what we want when we want? Or do we love the joy of being in meaningful connection and everything that comes with heartfelt commitment to each other. It's our choice. That's a big part of our freedom is it's, it is our choice. And God's not going to take that choice away from you. Your spouse can't take that choice away from you. You can't take that choice away from yourself because it's always a choice every moment of every day. So we say like the Bible said, Choose this day whom you will serve. Decide what it is you're really going to go after with your life. Realize you're making that decision every moment anyway. And be intentional about it. Know, Have both eyes open and know where you're going with your life and what you're doing. And it is so much better. It's amazing how when we barely put ourselves into it versus when we really fully put ourselves into enjoying life and to really living in relationship with each other and to really going after God, how much it increases the yield of how alive you feel. You can be as alive as you want to be. You can be just barely going or you can be excited and you can be vibrant and you can feel all sorts of wonderful, just powerful fruit coming out of your life. And even the mundane experiences becoming exciting and becoming just, you're so stoked, and it's not because something different happened, it's because everything that normally happens, you now have an appreciation for. You're now walking in love. It's available to you. God's given it, He's provided it through His Son Jesus, He's provided it through the Holy Spirit. For those of you that have a relationship with God already, for those of you that have a relationship with your spouse already, you owe it to yourself to knuckle down and stop just going after your impulses and whatever you feel like in the moment and pursuing disconnection and thinking more on what you're missing out on because you're, you have them in your life and because you're doing what they want instead of what you want or else just disregarding all of it and just going in whatever direction you feel like going. The best and the happiest you can possibly have life is to see the true good in these things and to really embrace it fully. God is not just supposed to be a distant authority in your life or just a buddy that maybe you consult now and then. He is your heavenly father. You are his child. He has a plan for your life that he wants you to know. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow you got to know his voice so that you don't get deceived by the voice of a stranger. It's not because you're so smart that you don't get tricked by the voice of a stranger. When he's referring to us as sheep, that was not discussing an attribute of how wise and, and intelligent and powerful we are. Sheep are not the brightest in the world, but they do recognize the leader and the one that's there to take care of them. And they obey. And... That's the best thing that we can do is we can be yielded to God in our life on a practical basis. This isn't just in theory. This isn't just something that, you know, we're saying that, you know, just like, have have the attitude that your life is God's. Yeah, absolutely have the attitude, but put it into practice because if you're not putting it into practice, you don't really have the attitude.
1: Words without action are empty. They really are. It sounds great. It's a good sentiment, but... Unless you live it, you don't really mean it. It's kind of like saying, I'm sorry I did this, but you just keep doing it over and over and over again. You weren't truly sorry about it. You just, you felt sorry maybe in the moment, but you didn't really care enough or take value in what it meant enough to stop it. And so, I mean, we reap what we sow and that could be good and that could be bad. It's kind of up to you. And... The more things that we sow with God, the more things that we follow his leading on and do even if we don't want to do it. I mean, it may be, you know, talking to this person that's been nasty to you for for who knows how long and he tells you to go tell them something or to, or to ask them something and you <laughs> that is the last thing in the world you want to do. But if he tells you to do it, it'll be okay. And the more that you sow with him is the more that you will reap. And that's another thing to remember, too, is just because you sow something on August 5th doesn't mean you're going to reap it on August 6th. It may not show up as, as soon or as promptly as you would really hope or believe it would. It might show up a year from now two years from now, maybe five or better. I mean, hopefully for your good, if something's going on right now, you get it sooner, sooner than later. But all that to say is don't get discouraged if your rewards for doing something for him doesn't show up right away. That doesn't mean that you did it for nothing. And that doesn't mean that the time was wasted or you, you put yourself out there and you just, now you just feel embarrassed because it was for not it's not that way it really is it's it's all about his timing his perfect timing his perfect flow and our timing isn't his timing we may think it's time for a certain thing but really it's not and we have to be patient have patient endurance to be able to make it to that point and really live that life out that he wants us to live and the whole thing of you know working smarter versus working too hard on your own power or giving up too early. You have to put in the time with God and that's working smarter. That's working the way you should be. You're you're, you're partnering with God. You're not giving up and you're not trying to do something on your own power that's just going to burn you out and put you somewhere you were never supposed to be. You really just have to partner with Him and enjoy the journey. Uh, he wants us to enjoy have fun, laugh, have peace and love and all fruits of the spirit. But we have to choose to do the actions with him that lead to all of that. And it's not just about the destination. That's another saying that we have in our culture is it's the journey, not the destination. And it's true in this as well is the journey and the process, growth and accomplishment are fun. It can be really, really good, even in, in the time that it's happening, not just when it's done. It shouldn't be like, oh, thank goodness that's over. You know, it. you should be able to appreciate where you're going as you're going. When you truly know where you've come from and what you've gone through and the building blocks that got you to this mountaintop, you appreciate it more. It means more to you. You can teach from it and then you can live it. There's many, so many facets that are applicable to it. But you have to be with God. You have to connect with him and everything else will follow.
0: Yes, the best things in life come from the secrets of God's heart. And his secrets are revealed to his friends. They're revealed to those that are close to him. And it's all designed to be in relationship. So get practical about it. Learn how to do listening prayer. Learn two-way journaling. Practice it on a daily basis, you know, and, and pray for it. Cry out, ask God. I want to know you on a daily basis. I want to have that experience like Abraham had of just where you just, you visited, you'd show up and he expected it and he knew you would be coming. He knew you were going to be there. He knew what was on your heart because he was that close to you where Adam and Eve could just walk with God in the cool of the garden and just spend time with him, just chill with God in the garden I want that, Lord. I want to hear from you on a daily basis. I want to commune with you on a daily basis. I want this God-shaped hole in me filled. I want to live this life to the best and the fullest and help me to get there. And he will help you. He will send you instructors. He will send you, you know, instructions. He will lead you to the right path. Be diligent about it. You know, really put yourself fully into it. Be passionate about it. Don't have it as a side thing. Yeah, really? Yeah, I do need to hear the voice of God, but don't and not making it a priority, not really taking the time. Take the time, make the time in the day, give it to him dedicate and devote it to him and let it spread out from that point. If it's two way journaling that you start doing, if it's sitting down and reading your Bible and asking God to show his will to you and show his heart to you through the Bible and through what you're reading let that that be a seed let that be something that grows and spreads out from that point into the rest of your day into the rest of your life not just something that's just there segregated to that one little time that's just sequestered away right there and is not into anything else you don't want that to be contained you want it to be completely spread out into everything in your life And that's a heart attitude you have to choose. You have to be intentional about. You have to be intentional about growing in your relationship with God and getting to that point. Because the reality is, he probably, (laughs) he guaranteed, wants to be closer to you than you are to him right now. No matter how far along you are, no matter how good you're doing, God wants to be closer to you than you are right now. So be challenged by this and realize that the best is yet to come is still available to you beyond where you have gotten. And for those that, you know, are living this life where now and then, you know, well, Lord, I hope you're in this. I hope this is your will. Well, you know, if if it isn't you, you know, let me know. And those of you that have this sort of distant kind of casual kind of, you're not really sure if God's speaking to you or not, or if something is really, you know, his will or not. And you're just, you're going out and you're doing your thing and hoping he'll bless it. And just you know trying to live by the Bible and live by your mind it doesn't have to be like that you can have daily communion fellowship with God communication with God where he is directing your steps and not just you know well God I hope you direct my steps you know because I'm gonna step out so hopefully you direct them no you are going to be hearing his direction he's going to be the voice that's behind you that's saying this is the way walk this way do this take this step You know, he's going to be directing you and you're going to be recognizing his voice. That's the cool thing is it's not just like, wow, what do you know? I guess maybe God was directing me. I guess God was speaking to me. No, you're going to be like, hey, I know God was speaking to me. Hey, I know what he's telling me, what he's leading me to do right now. He wants closer relationship with you. He doesn't want to be mysterious to you. He doesn't want to be, you know, just a dark figure. Oh, the mysterious God has revealed some some hint of what his will is. He wants you to pursue him and get closer to him just as he pursues you and draws closer to you. But that's your choice. God can be as close as you want him to be. And your relationship with him can be as tight as you want it to be and you can be as much into the best that god has for you as you will yield to him as you will allow him to bring into your life that's what freedom is really for that's what independence should really be independence from choosing everything else but god independence from the flesh and all the the desires and the things that only bring some kind of little satisfaction right now but ends with nothing good ends with only death independence from that junk independence from the devil but complete submission to the best and to what God has for your life into the best that he has already placed in your life that's what we're talking about
1: the best commitment of all
0: so that is pretty much the conclusion to this episode (laughs) I hope that you were enriched by it and come to some life-transforming decisions based off of these things that we're talking about. Like, we live in a kingdom, guys, and not a democracy. We are not just supposed to run on our own ideas and our own volition and just hope that somewhere in there God shows up. We are to be walking in constant unity and fellowship. We are the bride. We're not just some, you know, distant relatives and cousins of God, you know. We're, we're Jesus's bride, and we are the children. We are the father's children, and he wants to be way more involved. He wants to be a way more active father than what we have allowed him to be and what we are allowing him to be right now. So reach out as he reaches out to you.
1: And imagine things with him. Imagination is being childlike. And from a challenge we were just a part of, we, we heard that your imagination is God's whiteboard. And so we're called to be childlike, so that means having an imagination, which leads to the whole whiteboard thing. So imagine things, even if they're, they seem impossible, just highly unlikely. Well, guess what? God is the creator and he's above everything, time and space. If you want it, he wants you to have it, he will make it happen. It doesn't matter how possible it seems. You have to allow the impossible to seem possible and be open to what he has for you, even how crazy it might sound.
0: So with that, guys, God bless you. Go and be intentional about using your freedom to serve God, serve your wife, your husband, the people that God has placed in your life to love, and use your freedom of choice to choose the best. We bless you with that realization that you have that power, that authority in your life, and that God has that goodwill available there for you.
1: Value your relationship with God, value your other relationships, but most of all, you stay connected with God and everything else will be set straight in front of you. Have a blessed day and just take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us where the heart is heard
0: partnership vision
1: ministries stay driven by love so you can wreck all the fear you can check us out on instagram at partnership vision ministries
0: or on facebook on partnership vision ministries page
1: and even twitter at pvision m and y'all come back now you hear